Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Alright, welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy. This is your Sunday edition, or Monday edition, with Clayton. Um, what's up, Clayton? What's going on? I guess you're with First, Armando as well. We, Sorry, I didn't introduce myself. We, <laughs> but before we get crazy here, do you have any names that you want to discuss beforehand to try to, you know, there's, um, so there's no mistakes happening in this episode? Let me think. Uh, Cortland Sutton, is that correct? Oh, Jesus. Aaron yeah, sure. Rodgers? Oh, Rodgers just scored a <laughs> touchdown. Um, yeah, Aaron, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Just tell me to fuck off if I, if I mispronounce something, okay? <laughs> you got it. Um, Let's get going, man. I'm excited to talk some football. Yeah. Before we move on, I want to say that where can we find, find you, Clayton? I'm on Twitter at Cadu Clayton, at C-A-D-I-E-U-X Clayton. And Stupid Twitter handle, yeah. but I haven't figured out a new one yet. That's so okay, Clayton. Everyone still believes you in you. Everyone believes in you. It's okay. Um, <laughs> and you can find me at Thunder Crestville. You can follow us at Eat Sleep Fantasy, Eat Sleep, F- Eat Sleep FF. And the first game we're going to talk about, we're actually going to go back all the way to Thursday night. And it was 49ers versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals actually made this a ball game, which is super surprising because they fucking suck. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, let's just talk about really the two things that matter is Kenyon Drake is a good running back. And the Dolphins are idiots for not giving him the ball. He had 15 carries for 110 yards and touchdown. He's the only reason why they were in the game. Oh, he yeah, he dominated. I thought I thought he wasn't going to do anything. I have a lot. I own a lot of a lot of Drake and quite a few leagues that I am in, and wanted no part of him this week just because of how this uh, how the San Fran D's been looking, and of course he blows up. So, I moving forward, I'm not sure what what are you going to do moving forward though with him with with word that uh, DJ is supposed to be back next week. What uh, I mean, well, what's your take on that? Well, if you kind of saw how things were flowing before. Um David Johnson and Chase Edmonds were, you know, carrying the rock together. Chase Edmonds was kind of like running the ball more and DJ was kind of catching the ball more. Um, so I imagine it's going to be something similar. I still imagine DJ is going to out snap him and out carry him, but I imagine Drake being involved more in the passing game. Um, you know, next week, at least who knows? I can't, I really don't know what's going to happen when Chase Edmonds returns. I imagine that they're just going to straight up bench Drake at that point. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, Drake's going to be the pass catcher and maybe change a pace running back. And then DJ's going to be, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I really don't fucking know. You're... I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, Arizona, depending on how bad this, uh, this injury is that he does have, like, they're not going anywhere this year. Why don't you give him a few games off and just let, uh, let Drake carry, carry the load till Edmonds comes back. I guess that's what, that's what I would do. I thought when they signed him, I thought, or traded for him. I thought for sure DJ was going to either uh, or was going to go on the IR for sure, but maybe they have other plans, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with that offense. I mean, I don't think I'm, I think I'm going to hold steadfast. If you own DJ, um, he's coming back next week and he's, you know, top 10 running back. 
I think if you have Kenyon Drake, I think you got to hold on to him or trade high. Um, one of the two. You're not absolutely maybe trade high. I think I don't think his value can go any higher. This was one of his best games of his career. In like yeah, I'm trying. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try to flip him this week for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah. let's move over. To, well, I guess the receivers. It isn't much lot, lot to talk about. I mean, Kirk returned. He was mediocre. Um. Everyone else on the receiving team was pretty mediocre. So I guess Drake is right now the only interesting player. Um. On the 49ers side. Emmanuel Sanders carried the load this week. Him and Kittle. Kittle kind of got banged up this game, but he played through it. But uh, Emmanuel Sanders just looks sensational. He made Garoppolo had his best game of his career, and it was because of Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders is legit. Like, I mean, he he showed it even when he was in Denver playing with – and also mediocre quarterback, right, in Flacco. He was still producing numbers. Yeah. Uh, But I I didn't expect him to come in his second game in and, and destroy like he did. And I, I'm going to try to buy, buy him actually where I can. It's going to be tough. I mean, he had a great game, and I don't think it's going to be necessarily sustainable. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders has a history of exploding onto the scene and then fading away. So I personally think I'm. But a- they, they have nobody in this passing game that's doing anything. Outside of Kittle, right? So yeah, I mean, I still I, think Pettis could be something. Samuel looks. I mean, Samuel's good. I mean, he just needs not to drop a goddamn ball in the end zone. Like, I think it just takes yeah. this. This team just needs a little more time. The receivers need a little more time to grow the fuck up. Um, and Sanders is going to help them get there. Uh, that's yeah. I definitely <laughs> think next year this receiving core is going to be stacked for sure. After having these young guys getting another year under their belt, but. I guess we'll see. What about the running game? Uh, we saw Breida and Coleman almost split uh, 50-50. split snaps equally, yeah. and I mean Breida looked like the much better, more much more explosive. Oh, he back, looked I thought, really good. One. Yeah, I mean this is the thing and, about and this. And he was injured coming into it too. So I think Breida uh, is the better back. I don't. I'd never bought into Tevin Coleman. I mean, there is always that you know flash in the pan where he just you know goes off against a good matchup, um, and great. But I don't I, personally. Next time Tevin Coleman has a big game. I think you got to trade him away. I don't think he's necessarily a good back. I think Breed is a good, a much better running back than he is and better in the passing game as well. Um, I am not a Tevin Cullen believer. I'm on the Breed train personally. Uh, what's your, what's your take? If I was to go, go after the, the Breed owner and try to try to trade Drake for him. I would like, definitely take Breed over Drake yeah. in a heartbeat. Like yeah. I think that's a good, I mean, I think the work that Breed is getting is sustainable versus Drake. We know his is going to fade away. And if yeah. I think that's a very like plausible, realistic trade to do, and I would be if you can pull that off, uh, you should tweet that because whoever did that is a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's probably he the the league is uh, with a bunch of kids, so we'll see what happens. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, to take complete advantage yeah. of uh, these trades on these guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the Colts and the Steelers. Uh, before we dive deep into this game, I just want to say Brissett left this game with a knee sprain. Um, so if you own Brissett, yeah, you fucking probably lost. Um, <laughs> um, but the Steelers did win this game. And I guess the kind of the interesting thing on the Colts side was Paris Campbell. Do you think I'm crazy to talk about Paris Campbell? Like it's interesting to see him that involved in the run game and in the passing game. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that, that was weird, but I, I, I don't know, man, Zach Pascal, the last like three weeks now he's produced like solid numbers. And I don't know, like I'm starting to, feel, I'm starting to buy in a little bit on him. Like if you look at his right, his last three games. I mean, last week he he didn't do anything, but two, two games ago, six for one hundred six, um, two touchdowns. He's got three touchdowns in the last three games, and 
over what almost uh like almost 200 yards in three in the last three games so um i don't know i think you i think i would rather own zach pascal right now oh for sure with you yeah instead of paris campbell i and i thought paris campbell was going to be the guy with having hilton out for this game yeah um i definitely agree with you and if pascal's available um just so everyone knows there's a Rumor going around that T.Y. Hilton could be out from three to six weeks. I don't know how accurate that is. But, um, yeah, Pascal, as long as T.Y. Hilton is out, I think Pascal is, what, uh, wide receiver two going forward. Um, I don't think that's too unrealistic to say. Until T.Y. Hilton comes back, I think he's just droppable at that point. But as long as T.Y. Hilton's out, I think that's where he is. And Paris Campbell is flex-worthy, you know, wide receiver four at best right now. But as he's uh, – abs- Go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, though, is – now, as far as um, like Brian Hoyer goes, Brian Hoyer is what Brian Hoyer, what he's always done, right? Yeah. Just slings the ball. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not worried about this offense moving forward if he is behind center. No, no, to be honest, not at all. I am worried about their playoff chances. Um, yeah. <laughs> they are uh, they're gonna fade possibly if this continues. Um, losing point. Um, so yeah, I think Hoyer. I don't know if he's worth the waiver wire ad or anything like that. Um, but. He's definitely. Well, there is. There's another four teams on by this week. Yeah. Coming up, so if you're so desperate, he's not very good. Yeah. And in SFB, if you're in that thing, um, he's definitely worth a pickup. Um, so on the Steelers side, before we dive too far into the Steelers, um, Dante Moncrief was released going into this game, so this kind of opened the ball, the game up to everyone else. Um, I think the kind of the interesting thing is uh, Trey Edmonds out carried uh, Jalen Samuels, but Samuels was the more productive back because of the receiving game. 13 targets, 13 receptions for 73 yards. Like, that is crazy. <laughs> I, and, you, you know, when I was when I did look at this, um, I also I just kind of figured out when, when Connor was in and how they were using Samuels. I don't think Samuels is a, is a three-down back. No, I mean, last season, um, just so history lesson, he was listed as a tight end before um, the season started and like midway through they had to switch it over because he was going to be carrying the rock. So he's obviously he's a great pass catcher and that's something to note. Um, we'll see what happens with Trey Edmonds. I'm not sure if he's going to make our waiver wire column. Colin, uh, Clayton does this column, uh, but I think we'll keep track of Snell and Connor. Both are out this week. And I don't think, I think Trey Edmonds is going to fall way behind those guys. Um, once one of those two yeah, returns. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, depending on what... Yeah, I'll have to do a little bit more research tonight before I dive into my article, yeah. but I'll have to look at, see... I believe Snell's going to be out for a few weeks, I read. Yeah. So it's all going to depend on, yeah, like you said, uh, like you said, both Connor and Snell, depending on the extent of their injuries and so on and so forth. So we'll have to see about that. Stay yeah. tuned. Check out the article uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah, and, and before we move on past this game, um, James Washington was out of the receivers, the most productive. He had four for 69. is probably his best game of the season so far. Uh, Smith Schuster looks not very good. So we'll see how this James Washington thing progresses. Like we know that Mason Rudolph and James Washington have a history. So that's going to be interesting, interesting to see. And Deontay Johnson, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I, I bought into him in a few leagues. Um, I think that's just a flash in the pan for that guy. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not holding my breath on him. Yeah, no, I'm on board. I think dynasty, wise he's great i think he's yeah, gonna oh, yeah. be fantastic in that version but like standard ppr redraft leagues cut him. um yeah so let's move on to the eagles and the bears um the eagles won this game 
and I think the most interesting thing, oh, there's a lot of interesting things about this. Zach Ertz <laughs> looked like old Zach Ertz, which is fantastic to see. Um, he had a hundred, he had 103 yards and a touchdown, which was amazing. Um, also, but how, how bad is this? How bad is this receiving game when you're, when you're using yeah. your, you're targeting your tight ends 16 times between the yeah, two of them, he, they got targeted. <laughs> you know, it, what's interesting, like this is Zach Ertz best game. And this is also the game that Deshaun Jackson came back. Um, yeah. Deshaun Jackson was irrelevant one for five. Um, but you know, like, I don't know if that's part of it. Like, do they open up for Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard? Um, but both things happened at the same time. Ertz became a fantasy football relevant and Deshaun Jackson's back. So that's interesting, you know? Yeah. And I think moving forward, I think you can, I think you could still play both of these guys. And I said that last week as well. I'm, I'm, I'm confident and, and holding Godert and, or Goddard, whatever the hell his name is. You're supposed to fix that for me. <laughs> Goddard. Let's just go with Goddard. Go- just go- call him Goddard. Dallas. Dallas, he won't fuck that up. Yeah, um, but I, I still I'm holding steady with him because he's been he's getting targets every single game, and I mean yeah. you can't uh, if if Wentz is going to be using his tight ends this much, uh, I think he's definitely worth uh, well solid flex play even if you needed to, right? Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. And on the running game, I think this is like the third game in a row or fourth game in the row that Jordan Howard has been extremely relevant. Um, the Bears are not good against the run. Um, I do think that maybe Jordan Howard is might be fantasy relevant. He, yeah, he's he's the, he's the number one guy I think there. I think Sanders is going to be the the pass catching back, and Howard's just been way too productive. If you if you look yeah. back at his last, uh, if you look back at his last four games, you go forty nine yards, fifty yards, ninety six, eighty two, two touchdowns in the last two games, and what uh, five in the last six. Yeah, five touchdowns the last six games. So, if you can get your hands on jo- jo- Jordan Howard, I would. Um, I think he's going to kind of slow down for the next couple of weeks. But that fantasy football playoff schedule is fan fucking tastic. If I can get my hands on any any of those running backs, Howard or Sanders, I think you're going to win um, and definitely be relevant in the fantasy football playoffs. On the Bears side, Montgomery continues to be relevant. Two touchdowns, 14 carries, 40 yards, and he's involved in the passing game. Cohen, I think, is worth a drop at this point. He's not relevant anymore. Well, do you want do you want him in Dynasty? Do you want him back? Or nah, fuck that dude, dude. Like that dude. I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm telling. You. That's why I said it out loud. I don't want his ass. You keep him, man. <laughs> but no, um, I no, I agree. Montgomery is the guy there. He's starting. They are starting to use him a lot. Like like Nagy said he was going to before last game yeah uh so it is good that he is seeing the snaps and he he's pretty much the the only guy the three down back in this offense so and Trubisky's garbage absolute garbage yep don't disagree with that this is against an Eagles defense that is supposed to be terrible against pass and he got nothing going they were in this ballgame because of the defense but yeah he is droppable in all formats including SFB which I own him in um are you are you interested in Goddard in our dynasty league? Because I have Travis Kelsey and I don't have a lot of use for Goddard. Possibly we'll talk. Uh, we could kidding. talk off air as okay. long as you're not going to offer me junk and you're not going to expect like uh, like Gordon or somebody. You're after Gordon no no no. I mean obviously I want your running backs and I'll package him. But if he's if you're interested in him, I'll package him in a deal somehow. Uh, obviously I'm after running backs or draft picks at this point because 
I need to buy running backs. Okay. doesn't matter, everyone. No one cares about me. Um, <laughs> Miami Dolphins destroyed the game. New York Jets. Um, yeah, Fitzpatrick looked like uh, Fitzmagic again. Um, it's kind of sad because Preston Williams did leave this game with an injury. Um, he had his best game of his career, 5 for 72 and 2 touchdowns. Um, and Geiske also had his – did I say that right? Geiske? Giski? Gisecki. We suck. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you, Clayton. Mike Gisecki? Gisecki? I don't know. One of those ones. Okay. We both both fucked that up. Whatever (laughs) is what it is. Sorry, Dale. Not really, but sorry. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, So (laughs) Gisecki had six receptions for 95 yards. I don't know what to make of this. It could be just a game plan flow, but um, yeah, it's good to see both those guys do well uh Devontae Parker I think is pretty much if there's anything wrong with Preston Williams I think Parker is the only guy worth owning I've dropped I've dropped Walton uh, he, I know he's carrying the work but he's not doing anything he's not putting yards up but yeah drop him if yeah and it's well well the Jets the Jets uh Rundy is pretty decent so I wouldn't uh he I, but, you I, know I, I would hold steady for now yeah, okay. Oh, he's on the block if you want, Clayton. He's all yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the Jets side, you know, this ha- this was extremely, like, really fucking, really fucking depressing to watch Le'Veon Bell con- continue to do nothing in fantasy football. Like, 8 for 55 uh, receiving, he- you know, he was fine. But against the Miami Dolphins, you'd think he'd get at least 20 points. You know what I mean? In fantasy football, like, he, he yeah. didn't do enough. It's 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 nerve wracking. The, the numbers the numbers are there though, at least as far as you know, he's still over still over a hundred yard hundred total yards, right? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess and depending he, on, yeah, no touchdown. That is disappointing for him. Yeah, you'd expect a big game from him against the Dolphins. Obviously, the Jets are it's a throwaway season at this point. Um, yeah, uh, Le'Veon Bell is an RB two going forward, and his schedule's great. But this was as the best match we could have had, and it, it he did nothing with it. So you know, just expect him to be an RB two going forward, and be okay with that. I mean, he's fine; he'll get you points in PPR. But standard, you should be expecting at least you know ten to twelve every week, and nothing more than that. Um, do you agree with all that, Clayton? Yeah, I I, was too yeah, bold. absolutely. No, 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 you're okay. good. Um, so let's move on to the Chiefs and the Vikings, and um. Yeah, the Chiefs won this game somehow. Uh, this is great for, you know, the Lions if they win their game today, you know. Uh, Matt Moore looks but, like a competent quarterback. I don't know. Go ahead. No, I, I, I was just talking. I was just going to say about this game. They don't win this game if the the Vikings can tackle. Like that 91-yard touchdown by Damian Williams where that guy, like he ran right into that guy. The guy couldn't wrap him up, and then he just continued to go. So they, they don't win this game with that touchdown being scored. So um, yeah. as, far, as far as far as Zach goes, I wouldn't. I mean, I think I think Minnesota was the better team today. Right. But that, 90, that 91-yard uh, touchdown really screwed him. And did you see it or no? No, no, I didn't see it. Did you? You didn't see a touchdown. So yeah, so he he breaks this and he's running and he's fast, right? And all of a sudden, Tyreek Hill comes sprinting behind him, catches him, and he's like, just in case he has to make a block on somebody, or it, it was hilarious. You got <laughs> to look at it. He, I can't believe okay, how fast Tyreek Hill is. Like he was like ten steps behind him and he caught him. That's crazy. It was pretty um, sweet. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I mean, the made his fantasy day uh, relevant. Um, so I guess the most interesting thing on the uh, let's go with the Vikings first. Um, Thielen did leave this game. He re-injured his hamstring, which is you know we don't know too much about it right now, but that is not good. We'd expect him to miss next week as well, just because of that. Uh, you know, we don't want him to continue to get injured. So I'm guessing they're going to hold him for a bit. Uh, Stephon well, Diggs they did should, they absolutely nothing. Have, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have put him out there this week, anyways. No, they fucked he, up. They you know, definitely fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You got to give these guys, especially a guy like his caliber of a player, like you get, he's, you got to give him a few weeks off, not just, uh, yeah, you know, a couple. Like, make sure this guy's a hundred percent before you put him back out there. Yeah, they definitely fucked up on that end. So hopefully it's not a serious injury, but I don't imagine he's playing next week or the week after that. Like, if they want to make a run at the playoffs, they need this guy healthy because clearly they can't beat a backup quarterback. At, that's yeah. not good. Um, what's really surprising, the on Treadwell was their top receiver um, in this game. So um, better days are ahead for Dalvin Cook, and better days are ahead for Stefan Diggs, maybe a buy low going forward, but that's something to note. Yep. Um, let's just move on to this game because there's been a lot to talk about the Chiefs. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes might come back next week, so, you know, there isn't a lot to note uh, besides LaShawn McCoy sucks. I think, yeah, McCoy sucks. I think Damian Williams is the guy to own in this in this, in this this run game. Regardless of, you know, I mean, yes, I understand that 91 yards out of that 125 that he did have, but uh, you just got to look at how many carries he did have. He was double-digit carries to to McCoy's three. Yeah. So, and then in the passing in passing game, he was, you know, he caught a couple passes in that as well. So, I think he's the, I think he's the back tone in this. I mean, you still have to keep McCoy around, but as far as that goes, I just temper your expectations with McCoy moving forward. Definitely agree with you on that one. So let's move on to the Panthers and the Titans. The Panthers uh, pretty much demolished the Titans in this game, like, really bad. They did not look like they had a chance in this game. They were up by, like, 30 to 7 um, pretty early. So McCaffrey continues to be a monster. DJ Moore continues to be the best wide receiver on that team. 10 targets. He had his first 100-yard game this week, yeah. um, which is awesome to see. Uh, Curtis Samuels is boomer bust. Um on the Titans side, you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm kind of worried about Derrick Henry. I don't, I don't. I know he's been fine, but he was saved by a touchdown this week. He was saved by a touchdown, but at one point he was only he only carried the ball like twice. Um, at one point, because I remember my kids like turns around, he's like, "Dad, is Henry hurt?" And I'm like, "I don't think so." But they were also down a shit ton of points, right? So yeah, that's why. Yeah. I mean, that's why I think you saw Dion Lewis. I mean, he had five receptions for 33 yards in this one. So yeah, his I best mean, game of the season, which is sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's such a talented back too, right? Which I don't understand why they don't, uh, why they don't play these, you know, play these guys differently. Like, look at how they're running, like. Green Bay uses, you know, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams and stuff like that, right? Why doesn't, why doesn't Rabel take some <laughs> lessons from that and stop yeah. trying to rely on Henry for absolutely everything? Yeah, I don't, I 100% don't disagree with you. Um, the Titans are hanging on by a thread to the playoff hunt, so we'll see how this team progresses. And if Ryan Tannehill continues to be the quarterback over there, but he is a hundred times better than Marcus Mariota, there is no yeah, reason why they good. should move away from him. Um, he, I mean, he had two interceptions, but. He's mobile. He had four for 38 and touchdown on the ground, which is awesome. So, yeah, I think Tannehill's in two two quarterback leagues. He's definitely relevant, and that's about it. Um, and a decent bye week fill-in for matchup purposes. Um, yep. Let's move on to the Bills and the Redskins. Uh, this Jesus. was the coming out party for Devin Singletary. Yeah. He didn't have a huge yeah, game, a, but 
No. But tw- 20 Sorry. carries, man. He 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 uh did double the load that uh Gore did, so I mean, definitely is the guy that you want to own in this. I I do you think Gore's droppable though now? Um, he is borderline droppable. I mean, depends on your, I mean, there's still a lot of bye weeks coming up and, you know, they run the ball enough where he might be relevant. But at this point, I think he's, uh, I would say 90% droppable in most formats, um, unless you're super desperate like I am in most leagues for running backs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Frank Gore's droppable. <laughs> I mean, literally just so everyone knows I am like I, my starting running backs and stuff is Ronald Jones, Mark Walton. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not necessarily pretty, but I have good receivers in all my leagues. I don't know why I did that to myself this year, but I've uh, there has not been any injuries in the running back <laughs> world this year, and that sucks <laughs> for me. Um, so just so we, Devin Singletary is the biggest thing to note. On the Redskins side, Haskins looked better than he usually does, which is, you know, good for everyone around him. Uh, Peterson looked great. I mean, 18 carries for 108 yards. That's great, you know. He's legit, and I, th- I think he's startable week to week now. It doesn't even matter matchup because, I mean, the Bills are good, a good, tough uh, running uh, defense and against the run, and he trashed them today. Yeah, no, six he point, definitely did. Six point yards per carry against uh, against a team like that, so that's you kind of got to uh, move forward. It's I think having a Hask- yard game. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think having Haskins back there being a mobile quarterback really helps Peterson. Um, now that he's starting, I think it's going to definitely open up the hole a little more for Peterson. Um, yeah, I agree with that. What do you think is going to happen when Juice comes back or Geis? Geis. I think Juice sounds better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you fixed it. You fixed it. You caught it before me. Um, I don't know. I, I, as far as I think, the the Redskins are junk, right? They're not going anywhere. I don't know no. why you would even want to run, run Geis out. To be honest with you, so I I would, I you, you have to run with the old guy like Peterson. I don't think you can maybe get guys in for a few carries, but I have a feeling he's so injury prone. I would give him the rest of the year to just get back I mean, to health. He, you know what I mean? You, that's what you would do. Uh, clearly, the Redskins do not care about their players or their health. No. Um, yeah, so did you I hear imagine about that story about fucking. Yeah, uh, they are pieces. Was, like, yeah. They're pieces of shit. Like I, I'm sorry. Like yeah. like <laughs> like fuck you, Redskins. <laughs> sorry to all the fans out there, but Jesus, like treat people like human beings. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I imagine Geis is going to go out there. They're going to bench Peterson and they're going to run him to the ground just like they did uh, RG three. Well, I hope not. In all honesty, because yeah. Peterson deserves uh, deserves it. So we'll see what happens. No, uh, That's what week uh, week eleven he's due back, correct? Yep, yep. Right around the corner for Geis. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to our London game. Uh, Deshaun Watson and the Texans demolished Minshew and the Jaguars. Like they Hell absolutely yeah. made him look like a joke. Um, I'm a Texas they fan. Good. I didn't think they were going to look this good. I, I, I had to be game plan because God, they just Jaguars had nothing going at all. The entire game. Car- Carlos Hyde fucking look legit. I mean, I can't believe he, he did have a huge 60 yard run. Uh, for a touchdown and got to the one yarder, one yard line and great defensive play by Jacksonville came by, knocked the ball out of his hand. So I think he probably regretted that, but I mean, his 19 carries for 160 yards, where, where's this guy been? It's his backfield moving forward. I think Duke Johnson though, he, he looked just as good. I thought, uh, 
I mean, he looked they, like that's who he is, right? Yeah, I, I I think it's nice to see that he's getting involved. I think he's way more explosive than uh, Fells and Atkins, and I think having him as a dump off target is a much more intelligent way to play football. Um, if that makes sense, like he should be their dump off guy, and he should continue to be involved in the passing game. He's a hundred times better than those guys in the open field, so um, he's relevant in PPR and PPR only. Um, so. That's my take on that. I am getting more and more worried about Deshaun um, Hopkins. Like he's oh, he's doing enough to keep him I just relevant. Think that, I just think they're taking him right out because they know that he doesn't have an elite. Uh, t- teams know that that uh, Watson doesn't have another elite uh, pass catcher on this team, right? Like, I mean, Kenny still has caught all four of his targets for 52 yards yesterday, but what happened to like, where's Kiki Kuti? Where's he at? Like he hasn't even caught a pass in two games. No, they kind of, he's not out. He's active. Yeah. He's, they've, why aren't um, you using more, more of him out of the slot to open up the game a little bit? Well, there's rumors that, uh, he's in the doghouse right now. Um, and Carter has overtaken him in the, uh, depth chart. So that is the rumors right now. He did not receive a target or reception this game. So um, I think Cootie is 100% droppable besides dynasty formats. Uh, and Carter isn't relevant just yet with one target and eight yard, for eight yards. But, uh, yeah, it's Kenny Stills and Deshaun Hopkins right now, and that's about it. De- DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre. Did I say Deshaun Hopkins? You did say what that. What's wrong with me? I'm, I'm, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Armando? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um. So let's move on to our four o'clock games. Um, we got to talk about one... the Jags. You got to talk about the Jags. We didn't talk about them yet. All right. Um, we've brought, we brought up Keelan Cole last week a little bit uh, because we knew that uh, Westbrook was injured, and we knew that um, there was another guy that was injured. That doesn't really matter. Um, who was the other guy that got injured? Uh, Marquise Lee. Yeah, Marquise Lee. He's on IR. Yeah. So we talked yeah. all about Keelan Cole, and he looked like he uh, received. He did the most with his targets. Uh, Conley did yeah. out-target him, but he did the most with him this game. I don't think. What, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Cole? Is he relevant in any way? I don't. I think I, I want to see it for one more week, but I'm starting to think that teams now have tape on Chark, and we're starting to see he. I mean, he was still targeted nine times in this one, but only four catches. So I think teams yeah. got tape on him now, and I don't think you're going to see that uh, sustainability move forward that he has had the last, you know four or five weeks i think he's um, going to be still the targets will be there but the reception's not sure and what happens with i think i personally think that Minshew. Lost i think job. they're going to bench yeah exactly i think uh, it's going to be Foles, and is Foles going to have the same connection with shark as Minshew did probably not yeah um in any league that i own um shark i also went ahead and grabbed conley um, cause we know that Foles has a history with Conley. They played for the chiefs together. Um, so I think that's somewhat relevant. Um, they are going into their bye week So I imagine that they're going to change things up a bit. I think Chark is hands down their best receiver. And I think they know that. 100%. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's currently ranked top 12 top. I think he's currently seven. Um, and depending on the format, and I don't think he's going to drop too far below 12 this season. I think he's going to continue to be relevant with the targets and the reception. So, I, I mean, if you are in a league and you want Deshaun, uh, and you want Chark, I would go ahead and go for him. Like, I think you can get – this is a buy-low opportunity for you. Yeah. 
Um, and Fournette, I wouldn't read too much into this game. Um, they really, the Jags were just out of this game from the very beginning, and it was hard yeah, to watch. Texas, <laughs> Texas D was pretty pretty good today. They were, you know, every, they weren't giving uh, Fournette too much uh, too much room anyway. So, I think he'll. I think he's going to be solid still moving forward, though. Yeah, hundred percent no, no agree with that. There. Yep. Um, so let's move on to the Chargers and the Packers. This game actually just wrapped up, and to everyone's surprise, the Chargers are. Charging forward, um, uh, Melvin Gordon actually had his best game of the career of his season, not career. Uh, Twenty carries, two touchdowns, eighty yards. Eckler is still relevant in this backfield. Twelve carries for seventy yards. Um, Mike Williams had a decent game, three receptions for one hundred and twelve yards, no touchdowns, but for Rivers, so the receivers were all somewhat mediocre. And Keenan Allen continues to struggle. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Uh, this is. But, like, three receptions in this game. He's not putting up decent numbers. He exploded, you know, what week, maybe one or whatever it was or two. Um, but his numbers have just continually went downhill. So I'm not sure if that's just, the, yeah, I mean, the way that teams are playing him defensively. But kind of a little bit of a uh, little bit concerning in in my eyes right now. Yeah, I, yeah I'm a little worried about him. I think that uh, your best – Move, move forward with Keen Allen. If you own him, is you hold steady. And if you don't own him, I think it's a buy low. I mean, Keen Allen last year was a top 12 wide receiver and is still currently ranked in that range, uh, even though he's been kind of sluggish going forward. Um, so I think you should just target him as he's definitely a buy low and hopefully better days are ahead of him, ahead for him. Um, I think that's honestly the only thing you can do with, with Keen Allen. Either hold steady or try and buy him. I'm not moving him if I yeah. own him and just expect way better days. Um, yeah. No, I no, I uh, that's what I was just about to say. I was gonna, like, I own him in a, quite a few leagues, and I'm just I'm not doing anything with him. I'm keeping him. Yeah. Um. So, Packers on the Packers side, they looked. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened to him today. Like, he, like maybe the Chargers had a good game plan or whatever. Uh, Rodgers looked okay. He was saved by a touchdown to Jamal Williams. Everyone else, like, eleven targets, seven for forty-one for uh, Devontae Adams, which is awesome to see. I don't know why they lost. They're a better team, but uh, yeah. The game's over. I would. I wouldn't take too. I would call, take, take this as a toss out. Like, that's about it. What do you mean, man? The, the Chargers have a kicker. <laughs> Bad <B's> <laughs> back, man. He was dynamite today. He was. He scored a shit ton of points in fantasy. <laughs> if you owned him, but uh, you should be concerning. pretty fucking ecstatic. That's concerning to me too, right? That's where you should be concerned about the Chargers moving forward. I mean, if they can move the ball and they can't, but they can't get in the end zone, and you're just relying on your kicker to score you those points. I mean. He, they got the talent. They should be able to find the end zone at least, you know. Two out of those, you know, he kicked four straight field goals. Two out of those, there should have been touchdowns. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to tell you about that one. I think that uh, better yeah. days are ahead for everyone on the Chargers. I mean, they're four and five. They're. Are you cutting paper or something, man? Oh, I'm sorry. I was fucking playing with a pen. And whenever I'm very fidgety, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're clicking. I was yeah. like, I, th- <laughs> I got you. My bad. I'm just going to put this pen away. That was the last yeah, click you'll hear. <laughs> um, so we've kind of caught up to a four o'clock game. So we're going to give you guys a kind of a quick recap of these two games. They're still going on. Um, we'll start with the Tampa Bay and Seattle. They just entered overtime. So we're going to talk about well, what's do you, happened. Do you, why don't we, why don't we touch on Detroit Oakland real quick before oh, that fuck, game did is I, finished too. Oh, did I skip that one? Um, yep. sorry. Okay. Well, can you lead that one? I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. So the lions blew it. Um, Oakland won this one 31-24. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody in that division 
in the NFC North, I believe, lost today. So this was a perfect opportunity for Detroit to move up a game. And, yeah, they just blew it. Um, uh, Stafford, I mean, put up Stafford numbers, 406 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Galladay was a beast, so was Marvin Jones in this one. Uh, Both over 100 yards, both scored touchdowns today too. Um, And uh, we kind of saw a little bit of, I'm not sure what to take out of this running game because nothing really happened they had Ty Johnson only rushed the ball nine times, so he was the leading ball carrier. But it was McKissick was uh, the more uh, productive. Had back. better stats, yeah, but yeah, the but more productive back, especially in the passing game. And he did catch a touchdown in this one too. So, not sure what you're going to do. Like, what are you going to do with Ty Johnson moving forward? I think you're going to continue. Last week he he outsnapped everybody. Um, before we move forward on this too much, uh, Trey Cart Trey Carson was put yeah, on IR. IR. So that's some, that's the only reason why we don't we're not talking about him right now. Uh, Paul Perkins, Perkins was elevated to um, to the active roster, uh, so I think you're going to continue to work with Ty Johnson. He's still the we're going to see what the snap count is going forward uh, or this week. We don't know exactly what it was. I think he's the only guy right now worth starting. Last week, JD McKissick didn't do jack shit. Um, yeah, and, and I this did week hear you, Jay Ajayi uh, tried out for them on Friday or came to. Uh, trout for them you have you heard anything else about that no no um i went everyone that i knew went and grabbed him and he didn't sign it was the second time he tried out and he left without uh signing to the team so right now i think yep. they're gonna move forward as if he's not around <laughs> i think we should as well um if you are in a deep league and you can afford to stash him i think jj is worth a stash but where he's going to play nobody knows because he's tried out for three or four teams at this point and still has not signed so something is awry with not him. right yeah exactly <laughs> And then um, on the Oakland, oh sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna lead, but go ahead. Oh no, you lead. All right, all right. Here you go, guys. Uh, Derek Carr <laughs> led the Detroit Lions to a victory. Josh Jacobs was driven to the ground with 28 carries, and 120 yards. Uh, Raiders elevated to 500 with this win, which is nice to see. He had two touchdowns. Um, Hunter Renfro, I think, is the uh, biggest beneficiary right now. He has been pretty good the last two weeks. Yeah, he's going to make my uh, my waiver wire for sure this week without even checking out stats. I do know that. I mean, back-to-back weeks, he's had touchdowns, and you continue. He's getting targeted. I mean, he was targeted, uh, I believe. I mean, he had six catches in this one. So yeah, I don't he was targeted seven targets times. Right now. Okay, so seven times. Um, and you're starting to see Tyrell Williams kind of take a step back. You know what I read a stat, which was crazy? Tyrell Williams... Going into this game, only had 10 receptions so far, and he was completely built off touchdowns. So I didn't realize how little he has caught the ball. <laughs> and you're kind of seeing like that. You're kind of seeing that come to fruition. If he doesn't catch a touchdown, he's useless. Uh, three for 48. Um, so I think right now, I think Hunter Renfro and Darren Whaler are the only pass catchers in this offense that are really. Waller, 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 Waller. Waller, Waller, Waller. Uh, fuck me, right? <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, so that's the biggest. Hunter Renfro is going to make a waiver wire column. I don't think Tyrell Williams is worth e, even a roster spot in dynasty formats. Um, he might catch a touchdown here and there, but you know, beyond bye weeks, I don't think he's worth uh, holding on to. Yeah, and Josh Jacobs, this is basically three out of four games that he's at over 120 yards rushing. So I mean, this kid's this kid's legit. He's a RB one, and yeah, 
I think he will. I think he'll finish as a what top ten, top ten running back if this continues. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I don't disagree with you on that one at all. Um, yeah, so let's move on to the Broncos and the Browns. Um, the Broncos are curling the lead. They had the ball with two minutes left. Uh, this guy Allen looks pretty decent. Twelve for twenty, two touchdowns. Um, if they win this game, I, I imagine he's going to hold on to his job. I know Drew Locke is coming back possibly next week. Um, I think that as long as he's winning, I think they're going to continue rolling this Allen kid out. Well, and it shows you that uh, that rookie or whatever, even if he's – is he a rookie? No, he's been in the league yeah, a little while, no, right? no, he. Oh, no, you're right. He has been in the league. The, the other guy's a rookie. Yeah. Sorry. So I th- it just shows you that a guy that you know takes over the job, comes in for his first start, relies heavily on his uh, – on his tight end. So, I mean, Noah Fant, three catches, 115 yards touchdown. That was his best game of the best game of his uh, young career so far. And you can pretty much Cortland Sutton's the man in this offense. I think he's yeah. always most targeted and productive every single game. Yeah. You know, what was interesting to see if this guy continues to um, start going forward, uh, it looks like Devonte Parker was the only they, they only targeted running backs twice this game, which is kind of crazy. Devontae Booker had one target, and Royce Freeman had one. Um, the uh, Philip Lindsay was saved by the touchdown. This game just wrapped up. Um, and I think that if he continues to start, and this is their game plan going forward, like I think it's kind of worrisome if you're a uh, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman. Like, they make their money you know, catching the ball, and if they are changing yeah. their offense to fit this guy's scheme that's yeah that's Lindsay, really Lindsay had a Lindsay had a decent game I mean he had a 40 yard run did go nine carries for 92 yards and that score so yeah that saved his day exactly. but yeah like you like you said you're starting to see yeah like Booker stepping in there he was targeted once in this one yeah you just want to got to see how this is moving forward and how this uh plays out yeah um I think it was nice to see on the Cleveland side although I can kind of get involved he had uh six Six targets for 87 yards. Um, yeah, I think this is a throwaway game for Chubb. I think he had 20 carries for 65 yards. We're going to see how this progresses. Um, I think that they – I think Chubb is going to have a uh, sluggish end of season. I don't know if that's too crazy or too bold to say, but uh, he has gotten a lot of carries up until now. Um, they do have a, They already had their bye week, but he is not what he was to begin the season. Well, I just I don't think I don't think this uh, team's in it anymore. To be honest with you, I think they've uh, a lot of them are just there to to play the play the year out. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. not going anywhere. This team is just I don't I don't think I don't know something's going on in that locker room. I think and I think we're going to hear probably something out of it uh, this <laughs> probably by the end, by this week with this loss and everything like that. Yeah, you can see the frustration on the field and everything like that. So. Yeah, I think this uh, Kitchens guy should get uh, fired because he he sucks uh, balls. Uh, Wait, that was rude. I should bleep that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Damn, I I shouldn't have said that. Um, (laughs) So let's – yeah, I think uh, the only guy that's actually you're worth trusting in the Broncos side is Cortland Sutton, and the only guy I think that you can really trust week in and week out is Chubb. Um, You know, you own Odell Beckham, you own Landry. You kind of have to start those two guys, but – Yep. I don't think your expectations. Landry, Landry, Landry did get in the end zone in this one, right? He f- yeah. He had six or six receptions for 50 yards. So. Yeah. I mean, you own those guys. Not, you kind not of a bad you feel obligated to start them, but I don't think you can necessarily trust them. They're nothing more than what wide receiver. I mean, it's kind of crazy to say Odell Beckham's a wide receiver three and Landry is flex worthy, if that. Um, 
I mean, Landry is more productive than Oda Beckman at this point, so I think it's just crazy to say out loud. <laughs> yeah. Considering he's the most talented um, wide receiver, I think, maybe ever. Um, so maybe not ever. I think that's a little too bold, but he's pretty fucking good. Um, he is good. So let's move on to the Buccaneers. This game just wrapped. Uh, the Buccaneers uh, lost. They had this game in the bag, start the game, but they've kind of uh, fallen off, and they lost. Uh, this was the coming out party for Ronald Jones. Eight carries, eighteen carries for sixty-seven yards. He outcarried uh, Peyton Barber by a shit ton. Finally, yeah, and yeah. he got the touchdown. Um, Mike Evans, another fantastic game, which is you know really good to see. Sixteen targets in this one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh great to see. Like I'm glad he they they're giving him the ball. I mean, they were relevant in this game. And as as long as they continue throwing him the ball, like what they're gonna be in games. Like he is their best receiver. Keep doing that, guys. Yeah, and I and I think moving forward, I think this that's probably that's gonna be their game plan. I think just uh, and if you own any of these guys, especially in fantasy, they're Winston, Evans, Godwin, they're all relevant. Yeah. I mean you I mean stats of Winston, three thirty five, two touchdowns. It's going to put to put up good fantasy numbers, yeah, right? Exactly. And the Seahawks, the Seahawks are a good defense overall, and Ronald Jones was relevant in this game. So I think that if they continue to feed him the rock, as they should, because they are a losing team and he's their young running back, he needs to get work. I think Ronald Jones can be an RB two going forward. I know it's I'm a little crazy on Ronald Jones. I think he's gonna be good. They just need to give him the fucking ball. Um I wanna see I wanna see it again. I wanna see him get another uh another game with double digit carries. Yeah. Uh oh, uh, over uh Barber. Um yeah. yeah, he's had double digit carries. He just hasn't out carried Barber um, enough. So on the Seahawks yeah, side, um, Chris Carson continues to carry the load and be great. Tyra Lockett had a huge game. Um, Russell Wilson had a huge game as well. Um, I Five think it's touchdowns. Be, yeah, it, he looked good. I think it's gonna be interesting to see how this offense morphs with Josh Gordon um, joining the team, which we didn't know earlier in the game. Um, so I mean, DJ Metcalf has you know, DK Metcalf had six receptions for 123 yards and a touchdown. Who do you think is going to take the biggest hit from everyone in this offense when uh, Gordon returns or starts? I think I think Metcalf will slightly take a step back, in my opinion. That's just my opinion because I think Lockett has his role already. That's just what he's going to be. You, and Metcalf is just – it's week to week with him, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't have a, a, a an exact role yet. He's still trying to carve that out. I mean, he's been great, but I just think uh, getting a guy like Josh Gordon – I think it's he's going to be uh, Metcalf's going to take a step back, and then also now you got to look out for this uh, uh, tight end Hollister. Yeah, he scored a couple touchdowns. He's the one that won it in OT for them. But uh, Jacob Hollister, that's two weeks in a row that he's uh, he's been he's been targeted. First two touchdowns uh, was in was in this one. So with the loss of Disley, I think obviously Hollister is the guy, the tight end to own on this offense. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if uh, if maybe make a wave or a column, see how this progresses. Um, but he's definitely, you know, they clearly want to feature a tight end in this offense. So maybe Hollister might be the guy over there that's worth grabbing. Um, yep. I think that's going to do it. I think I'm going to place a waiver ad for Hollister in my SFB league. Like that's not bad. Those numbers are true, and he, they want to feature him. So we'll see what happens. Do it. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. That wasn't too bad. We kind of uh, cruised right through that. Thanks, Clayton. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Good night, everyone. You, you too. Peace. Yeah. Eat, sleep.
Elite Fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Woo! Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.